Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD and how CBD can support people for um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders and improving sleep quality, and also pain and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits. And we're going to be discussing the pros and cons and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. So I hope you enjoyed today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. Hi, this is Keith Payne um, and this is a CBD Perform um, vlog. Um, this is module four and in this area we're looking at um, a really interesting um, area which is actually managing painful conditions um, and how cannabinoids help pain and how we can um, use the cannabinoids to manage um, sort of painful conditions. So in this section we'll, we'll look at a few examples of sort of common health issues. Um, where pain is a major issue. These conditions have been chosen because cannabinoids and in particular CBD oil have been shown um, to be useful. Um, and the first one that we'll touch on is something that I've you know got personal experience of and is actually I'd never used CBD oils or you know looked at CBD until um, you know just within the last sort of couple of years and it's through my own experience that I was switched on and I realized you know the sort of the own benefits I think I've mentioned before um, you know I've played competitive sport at an amateur level for many many years it was my passion I loved that um, but unfortunately the wear and tear in my body um, caught up and I um, had osteoarthritis diagnosed um, and it's sort of creeping into different parts of my body but I found that through the, my own use of CBD and from my own personal circumstances it's been really beneficial, um, it's helped to reduce the pain, um, it helps me to sleep better at nights um, and because I'm sleeping better I guess my body's recovering better and those areas combined it's really helped me to feel you know mentally really strong and really good um, because there's less of an impact in my life so I'm not saying it'll be the same for everybody but my own personal experience has been um, you know really really positive so far which is why um, I moved into the CBD oil and business and started CBD perform as well because I think that my experience can potentially show others um, you know the potential benefits of it and I want to spread that message um, that it's actually a real health benefits and a lot of the stigma attached with um, CBD you know it's just it shouldn't be there. Um, too many people are being put off because of the stigma attached and they're missing out on what could really be potentially life-changing um, results for them. So let's look at arthritis first of all. Cannabis is an old remedy for arthritis. Um, you know, if we look way back, um, there's Chinese writing showing that it was used thousands and thousands of years ago to treat this condition. Cannabinoids are useful for all forms of arthritis being both analgesic and an anti-inflammatory, but it's worth understanding the different types of arthritis um, as it's likely to dictate um, the sort of dosage approach that we should um, be using. Um, osteoarthritis is the most common form of arthritis, affecting more than half of those over 60 to some extent. In os osteoarthritis, the pain is worse when you move 
um, and it eases when you rest and, and with stiffness a real defining characteristic. Cold or damp weather often exasperates the condition while stress and warmth ease it. Um, osteoarthritic joints sometimes feature bony nodules, um, something I have personal experience of. Don't want to go into too much detail, but trust me, um, it certainly happens. Um, primary osteoarthritis is caused by age-related wear and tear, while secondary osteoarthritis is associated with a predisposing factor such as obesity, um, crystalline deposits in the joint, um, a trauma or cartilage issue. Um, either way, as the cartilage at the bone end um, degenerates, the joint starts to malfunction ever so slowly to start off with but gradually it just, just keeps um, degenerating I and mean, as a bone potentially grates, um, it will grate bone on bone um, and this of course potentially can be very very painful. Um, the next area we'll look at is rheumatoid arthritis and this is a, crud, a chronic autoimmune condition characterised by inflammation of the joints and the connective tissues. Um, it tends to strike during middle age. Um, but children can also experience rheumatoid arthritis as well. Um, it's known that women are twice as likely to develop rheumatoid arthritis as men. Um, rheumatoid arthritis presents with hot, sore, aching, stiff and immobilised joints. Um, nodules may be present around the affected joints. Joint movement is, also, um, is often symmetrical, as in both the knee joints or both the elbows can be inflamed. Um, the pain and the stiffness usually is worse in the mornings after a period of inactivity and it eases off as the day progresses after activity and movement. So as you can see, um, this is the opposite of osteoarthritis in this regard. Um, and with this condition, severe inflammation can occur in the syn synovial membranes of the joints. This inflammation is long-standing um, and recurring and it can lead to damage to the joint and its surrounding structures. Um, in some cases of rheumatoid arthritis, the inflammation migrates to other areas too, um, including um, organs such as the lungs, which become scarred, um, the heart, whose membrane um, can inflame, and also the skin, which can feature ulcers and um, rashes in some worst case scenarios. So for the reasons that we've just discussed, cannabis and its products, including CBD oil, may be helpful in cases of arthritic pain, um, where they may enhance the effects of existing analgesic medication, and importantly, allow for a reduction um, in analgesic doses. And particularly in cases of rheumatoid arthritis, the anti-inflammatory nature of cannabis and the cannabinoids can be of great use. Easing inflammation in the joints will not only reduce pain, but also help to prevent further damage to the joint itself. CBD usually, in cases of rheumatoid arthritis, interacts with the CB2 receptors. Um, and given the autoimmunity involvement in rheumatoid arthritis, the immunomodulating activity of CBD on these specific receptors is particularly relevant. Um, research suggests that CBD may help to modulate the, reduce, uh, modulate the release of cytokines, and that's the chemicals which initiate inflammatory reactions and which are implicated in the damage to tissues in cases of inflammatory arthritis. CBD oil is a good choice for managing arthritic pain. Um, in my own personal opinion, but it's commonly known to be the case as well. Um, putting the legality issue to one side for a moment, cannabis provides plenty of highly anti-inflammatory and pain-relieving THC, but older arthritis sufferers may not tolerate the psychotropic side effects of cannabis that well, um, nor find the administration methods easy or that pleasant. Um, CBD oil, however, allows for easy usage, 
with capsules, a good option of measuring out drops. Um, when measuring out drops is difficult. For example, if you've got arthritic joints, you know it could be difficult to manage the actual application of the oil into um, sort of creams or into you know drinks if you're using it for that. Um, a, a sensible starting dose in cases of arthritis is between five and ten milligrams per day. And when there's when, when there's a lot of um, inflammation, it's possible you might need to exceed this. Well, for some people, arthritis is mildly painful. Um, it's a mildly and painful inconvenience. And for some, there is often a need for some robust pain management. In many cases, vaping CBD oil can be a fast-acting way um, to manage the pain. Um, CBD oil can also be used externally. Um, it works particularly well if you warm the affected joint first, either by massaging um, and or applying warmth in the form of like a compress or a hot water bottle. Um, alternatively, apply the CBD oil topical applications just after you've had a bath or um, shower. Um, each individual will vary, but applying a CBD cream or oil where three to four hours can be beneficial for both uh, relief and inflammation, um, uh, inflammation management. Um, using CBD oil internally may also help to encourage sleep. When this has been an issue, um, it's often the case of rheumatoid arthritis that it can affect um, sleeping patterns and patients um, and sufferers can wake up um, during the night. Um, a slightly higher nighttime dose um, is often required to help manage um, insomnia in those specific sets of circumstances. Sometimes when using CBD oil for arthritis, the first sign of improvement is improved mobility at the affected joint. Um, in any condition, it's tempting to start to increase the dose of symptoms um, if symptoms aren't alleviating, alleviating quickly, so maybe if you've taken it for a day or two and you don't see any sign, you know you might want you might want to feel that you've got to start um, upping the dose. But sometimes it just pays to be patient and wait to see if there are any signs of improvement over a slightly longer period of time. You know it can take time for things just to work into your system for the dose to build up over a period of time and for that then to start to um, you know act on the system. It's a little bit like a snowball effect. You know you have to just sort of keep adding to it slightly, slightly, and once you get things at a level, um, it should maintain itself if that makes sense okay so moving on to an area um, that's you know quite important to discuss because it affects a lot of people and um, it's fibromyalgia and um, fibromyalgia um, is one of those chronic health issues linked to a deficiency in endocannabinoids and therefore the use of cannabis and its active constituents um, holding really interesting possibilities it's an often exhausting and physically debilitating condition characterised by pain all over the body. Often there are localised areas of pain too and you can get CBD oils or creams um, onto those areas for an on-the-spot um, treatment um, using topicals. Um, accompanying this pain there may also be fatigue, um, from mild to extreme fatigue, muscle stiffness, increased pain sensitivity, reduced concentration and poor memory, headaches, insomnia and also IBS. Um, it's far more common in women who are seven times more likely to develop it um, than men, unfortunately. We don't know for sure what causes fibromyalgia, um, though it's hypothesised that a neurochemical imbalance, including a lack of endocannabinoids and a pain processing issue, contributes to the condition itself. Some people can link the start of the fibromyalgia to a specific event, perhaps an operation, or it could be an illness, or an injury, or a pregnancy, or a bereavement, or um, you know, to the end of a relationship. I mean, obviously these things can you know impact you physically as well as mentally. Studies on cannabis users with fibromyalgia found that they experienced less pain, less stiffness, less insomnia, and more relaxation than non-cannabis users with fibromyalgia. 
If you go looking for clinical trials into the use of cannabinoids for fibromyalgia, you might be met with what appears to be disappointing results. But it is worth noting that synthetic cannabinoids were the subject of some of those trials. Synthetic cannabinoids are often linked to a higher incidence of side effects and don't necessarily reflect the outcomes of cannabis or CBD oil use. Um, if fibromyalgia is indeed related to an endocannabinoid imbalance with a deficiency of endocannabinoids, CBD oil can contribute a form of endocannabinoid replacement therapy. CBD can also offer that activation of both CB1 and CB2 receptors, um, which may alleviate the pain, the stiffness, low mood and potential insomnia, as well as offering support to digestive disturbances. In other words, CBD oil has much to offer both in terms of symptom management and also potentially in terms of addressing um, an underlying cause. Um, the sweet spot for CBD oils in the case of fibromyalgia appears to be around 10 milligrams of CBD per day. Um, some may need five or so milligrams more a day. Some people like to retain part of the dose to be vaped during particular painful times um, of the day itself. Moving on to um, migraines and headaches. Um, headaches may be primary in the case of migraines, um, tension or cluster headaches, or secondary, occurring uh, secondary to an underlying disorder. Um, migraines are diagnosed when at least three of the following features of the headache lasts from 4 to 72 hours. Throbs, moderate to severe pain, unilateral, um, worsens on exertion, nausea, vomiting, light, sound or smell sensitivity. It is thought that abnormal brain activity triggers changes in the blood flow to the scalp and brain and alters nerve signals resulting um, in this type of headache. Um, then we'll look at tension headaches. Attention headaches are extremely common and can make trying to work during one um, really difficult. Um, they can last anywhere from half an hour to a week and are mild to moderate in severity. Um, they don't exhibit the sort of throbbing seen in migraines and they are bilateral as well. Then we will discuss um, cluster headaches. Um, cluster headaches are shorter in their duration. Um, sometimes it can only be five minutes or so um, and up to a maximum of three hours. Um, they often happen um, you know, numerous times per day and they're felt temporarily and periodically as well. Um, they're often accompanied by flushing or sweating and perhaps red, watery eyes and also um, a stuffy nose. Now, cannabis isn't the only plant which has gained a reputation in the treatment of headaches and migraines. And the herb feverfew has become well known, but it's generally misused insofar as it's taken in the most effective manner. I'm sorry, it isn't taken in the most effective manner. Um, feverfew only becomes effective when it's used as a preventative. It won't help if you take it once and the headache has already started. So to a certain extent, cannabis and cannabinoids are the same, working best when used as a prophylactic treatment. Um, research in the USA found that prophylactic use of medical marijuana reduces the frequency of migraines in 20% of the users studied and nearly 40% reported at least some degree of improvement. Um, however, some people do find these cannabis products can also be used once um, once a headache is materialised and will provide um, relief. Um, and the research mentioned above about 10% of the cannabis users found it's um, its use can halt their headaches um, once it starts. Um, it's thought that once a migraine has been triggered and initiated a chemical change within the brain, um, the endocannabinoid system and its endless quest to restore balance looks to re release uh, neurotransmitters to calm down um, these changes. Excuse me a second.
Um, there is a hypothesis that these triggers could initiate a migraine in most people. Only the endocannabinoid system nips it in the bud. Therefore, in those who do suffer from migraines, um, there is a common notion that the endocannabinoid system isn't effective in this role. And as in some of the other health issues we've looked at, this could be because of a lack of endocannabinoids themselves. Cluster headaches may involve um, hypothalamus, um, which is a region in the brain um, rich in cannabinoid receptors. It's thought this is why many cluster headaches sufferers report a favourable result from using cannabis and CBD oil. Um, cluster headaches can be intensely painful and therefore even reducing the usual pain a little can make a huge difference to that person's quality of life. Um, being such a distressing type of headache, the uh, anxiolytic and antidepressant activity of CBD oil can um, be an important in such cases as well. Now, to use CBD oil for headaches and migraines, and um, which should occur, occur regularly, you'd be wise to follow a prophylactic low-dose regime. Um, under 10 milligrams of CBD daily should be taken for um, this type of purpose. When a headache or migraine starts, you can take a further dose um, and for speed of action, some people like to bait vape for pain relief during um, the actual headache episode itself. Equally, you can rub, rub some of the oil or a CBD oil cream into the temples, forehead and neck during the headache or migraine episode. Um, if you're keen to make your own bespoke CBD oil topical applications, you can add uh, eucalyptus or peppermint essential oils to your creams or balms um, made for headaches. Essential oils are rich in terpenes, which as you know appear to have some synergistic actions with cannabinoids, um, including CBD. Um, as you move um, through the information that we're discussing and we're talking about it, you'll encounter pain as a symptom and other conditions too. Um, the joy of using pro a product such as CBD oil is that it's far-reaching effects, so you don't have to use lots of separate supplements to address um, various types of symptoms. Um, so that's the end of this um, part of the um, CBD Perform vlog and um, we'll be moving on to um, other areas in the next lesson. So thanks for listening to this part and um, we'll see you in the um, next part of the vlog. Thanks, bye. Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening in to today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website which is www.cbdperform.co.uk where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products, which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, and um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very, very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep. You will find lots of really good information on the website. Um, you'll also find our blog there, which is really informative and also really useful information about CBD dosages and where to start. So the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk. And once again, thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session. So take care for now and um, all the best. Thank you. Bye.